The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey everybody, it's Jim from your favorite horror movie podcast, Out of the Shadows. This week's episode is brought to you by Farmer Vincent's Smoked Meats, some of the best smoked meats around. I'll throw it in my pack on a hike or even take it to the office on the days they force me to go in. Now, normally Farmer Vincent's is only distributed within a 100 mile radius of their production shop. Before a limited time, Farmer Vincent is lifting that self-imposed limitation to bring their delicious meats to you and your family. You can get their souvenir sampler box for only $2.95. You'll get a selection of their famous smoked meats to try for yourself and see which products you like the most. And the best part? Absolutely no chemicals or preservatives go into Farmer Vincent's smoked meats. Find them online and order today before you miss out on this awesome opportunity. And remember, it takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Now, on with the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's going on? We're back out of the shadows and into the light. It's about time. About time. Too much darkness today, man. There's a lot of darkness in the world, dude. I can't deal with the darkness anymore. I was, I was, my wife brought up something about, she was thinking about taking a break from social media and I was like, that sounds like a nice idea. <laughs> damn dude just to get away unplug from it all and like not be in the know of anything i try to get away from facebook facebook doesn't ever work it doesn't ever work though worst man but why do we get pulled back gravitate back yeah like i've been noticing i've been getting fucking sucked right back in i'm like no stop dude stop it feels like that's the horror movie right yeah the social media is is the villain and it keeps coming back and just sucking the life out of us you're going to have the cord coming out of your computer and plugging in the back of your head, dude. Right? right. Like Uploading Matrix everything. style, dude. Yeah. I was, you know what? I had a weird idea the other day, and maybe it wasn't a weird idea. Maybe there's a million people that have thought of it this way. But you know that idea how people say you're living in a simulation? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you think about it, what you are experiencing is a fabricated experience. And I say this because... We experience life in terms of the things that bring us joy and happiness. And so like for us, we think, oh, what a time to live. We can watch the Avengers on screen and we love this. Like life is great. We love technology, right? But weren't we kind of conditioned to need this in this existence as you grew up with all of that stuff that was pumped into us? And this is why we have feelings of nostalgia. And and do you know what I mean? And the the reason that we see technology and where it is is because of people who kind of pumped it into the psyche of existence these sci-fi authors right that wrote books about these fantastical machines and computers that no one ever knew would exist and now we have these things right but isn't it like it's almost like advertising it's almost like like there is something that's continuously making sure what's coming next is a is is needing an existence that's prefabricated yeah. Oh, and, and like I said, dude, that's the ultimate advertising. I mean, look at 
Look at how many ads that you see on TV going uh, forever that, that reference all that old school science fiction. And it kind of like tugs at your fucking nostalgia strings. You know what I mean? Exactly. The, the old school um, Apple um, uh, ad when the woman came in with the fucking sledgehammer and threw yep. it at the, the big screen. You have like how many commercials imitate 2001? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you were just saying something about watching videos that were trying to teach you something. Right. But the idea in the way they were presented was a very retro nineties feel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Be like, I love this. Right. Yeah. Give me the packaging. I love the icing on the cake. I'm just going to eat it up. I love this. Yep. And, yeah. and your existence now is based on something that is being fed through what was already, you know what I'm saying? That idea that it's kind of like, it's, it's already, it's being fabricated in your, at the early years. And mm -hmm. later on, the only reason you have the existence you have is because of everything before. Yeah. Maybe everything that's been instilled into you and put into your mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, tripping myself you. out, sense. dude. I'm like freaking myself out matrix style here. Like, wait, this is like inception. <laughs> now walls are going to start closing in on me. Oh man. Um, Dude, out of the shadows. We're back to talk horror movies. We're back to talk 80s horror. Um, let's do a little bit of housekeeping real quick. I want to get this out there before I forget. Uh, just in case this is one of these mind-blowing episodes where we end the show. And we're like, crap, we forgot to say this, remember? Um, so a couple of things for listeners who do enjoy our show and, and check in for our show. Uh, this is, there's one more episode to this first decade, 1980. And Jim and I were talking that we didn't want to just plow through the 80s and just kind of lead be nothing but 80s. We wanted to try to, you know, change up the show, give it some flavor, you know, jump all over different decades and, and check out different horror movies. Um, so what we decided was, is we're going to close each decade out. And then the following four to five weeks is going to be about a month long kind of focus on another topic, subject, decade, whatever it is we want to do for that month to kind of, you know, break, break up the 80s feel. And um, a part of it, so what we're going to do for next month, just so everyone knows, the next episode after this uh, is going to be the last one for 1980. After that, we decided we're going to, you know, let's take a trip back. Let's go back and, and look at some of the foundations, some of the things that laid, you know, the groundwork for the horror that would become the golden age of the 80s, right? Yeah. And, we're going to uh, get our time machines and, and yeah. go back. and we're going explore. way back, dude. What year are we going Maybe. back to? What we're decade? We're going back to the roaring 1920s which is fitting because <laughs> little flappers and stuff i just think like i just see in my head when i see 20s it's like that black and white footage that's kind of like uh, a little bit hyper fast you know what i mean it's not like yeah. natural speed it's not nice and, and it's like and like the keystone cops and they're like shooting and puffs of smoke coming off the, bed, the, the gun <laughs> barrels you know what i mean and like the little flappers dancing in the background and then like bashing the booze the, the booze and all that stuff that's what i see in my head when i <laughs> when, when I you think the of the 20s, 20s yeah but I there was booze in the dude. 20s right it wasn't like it was the 40s where it was prohibition i think right 30s and 40s fuck 30s? dude i can't no. remember maybe no, it, wasn't 30s, it, was, wasn't it? I think it was like the more so the 30s because uh Dang, everybody dude. was fucking drinking because of the depression and then they said no more drinking yeah don't yeah. quote me i could be wrong and that's bad man because i went to i went to college for archaeology and history is my dude, shit. I know i'm saying that, me dude. too like i love history so much and i think to myself man the more i i, I don't continue to keep learning i'd start to forget like some reading. of those things yeah. you know what i mean yeah definitely so but anyway yeah we're gonna hit the, the, the 1920s so we've got a, a, a 100 a years slew. ago wow no kidding dude Check just dawned out. on me we're watching yeah, films so, uh, from uh, prohibition years from, ago uh, 1920 to 1933 so okay there you go we're not so allowed to drink while we watch and discuss these movies ah it's a good thing i don't drink 
We got to uh, make sure we're in the same mindset. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to hit some twenties movies, which should be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I've never really sat down and watched any twenties movies. Like I've seen clips. I've seen things when I, you know, cause I love film. I've taken a lot of film like uh, classes when I was in college. I I've, you know, seen a, a, a slew of documentaries on the history of film. So I've seen clips. I, I, I'll recognize things. I'll recognize titles of films, but having yeah. sat down and watched one in full, never. So this is going to really? be a first experience for me. I'm going to love it. I'm I used hoping to do, I'm going to love was, it. Uh, when I was a little younger, yeah, this is probably a little bit more than 10 years ago. Uh, I used to actually, uh, TCM on TV, like at midnight would have silent films on. Oh, like wow. I actually sit there and, and watch them sometimes. And I actually enjoyed watching silent films. That's awesome. So, yeah, should we should, I, we should we say what ones we're gonna do, or should we save it and just let it be a surprise? Can we say it if it's silent? Are they gonna know I what know, we're saying? I mean, we can mouth it, but I we'll don't put, know and then we'll put up the we'll put the title cards. cards. Up. Yeah, the title cards. <laughs> um, yeah, which ones are they? Good. Let's All go. All right, so we're gonna do um, we're gonna do Nosferatu. Nosferatu. So I know yes, again, which is I know classic. the title. I know it's, the second I see it, I hear it, I see the image of of the you know of the him coming up out of his, his coffin yeah. like uh the priest in the fog crawling going up that shadow that shadow on the wall as he's going up the stairs yep. and you see his yep. clawed hand you know like there are images that come but i've never seen yeah. it yeah i've never seen that one either uh we're going to do the phantom carriage never uh, even which heard is one of that. that i brought up uh, i actually watched this in college for a, a film class um, nice uh, i believe it was swedish film Oh yeah, um, never never even heard of it. So I'm looking forward so, to it. Yeah, uh, so we're gonna do that one. Those two, we're gonna do the rise or the, the fall of the House of Usher. I know uh, the story. Edgar Allan Poe. And actually, I have the story. I'm gonna read it before we watch the movie. Um, yeah, nice. I remember the story. Um, loved it. I am a huge fan of Poe's work. Never seen the sh- the movie. And then what the hell is the other one, dude? Cagliari, okay. isn't it? Oh yes, the Cameron to Doctor Caligari. Yeah, I can Caligari, never remember Cal- all four Caligari. of them. Whatever, how are we pronouncing? Yeah, yeah, I that's I what I've been wanting know. to see for the longest time, and I've never actually sat down to watch it. I only I've know the title to see it for the longest time, and and a couple of the scenes. That's about it. But, um, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So that's what we're doing. We're gonna finish up the 80s next episode next week, and then following that, we're jumping into the 20s. Uh, and so I don't know. We might just do this all over YouTube, and it's gonna be dead silent. You'll just see cue cards come up every time Jim and I are saying things. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that, dude? A silent wow. podcast, a silent film podcast, right? At black and it white. Kind of defeats the whole purpose YouTube. of a podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, and then, yeah, we're gonna jump back into the '80s again. We'll go back into '81, and then you know, the following month, we might do something where we do all the films of Jamie Lee Curtis, or who knows. But it's always gonna be something different and change up. Uh, the other big news, there's this one's a little bit bigger, is you are no longer going to find new episodes on this feed. So if you're listening to us through the Silence Your Phones podcast feed, we're no longer going to be on this feed. They're kicking us off. No, they're not kicking us off. Just kidding. We wanted to jump off. You said just, overlords. Yeah, we wanted to jump off and kind of give us our own channel so we could do our own different subseries and do you know have a lot of fun with it and not really take up a lot of the you know episode downloads and drops for the silence your phone feeds so uh plus people were asking for it people were like can 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 we just get you so we just get your episodes because uh we don't have to we don't like to have to sort through things (laughs) we just like it right there and it's easy so 
So yeah, it's coming. So after next week, after the Maniac episode, moving forward, starting with the 1920s and then jumping into 81 and moving forward, you're going to have to go and make sure to subscribe to us on whatever you're listening to us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music. Uh, look for Out of the Shadows and make sure to subscribe for new episodes. We'll remind you again next week. And then I'll probably put a bunch of commercials on all the other uh, podcasts for like two months telling people where to go. Hell yeah, I like it. That's what happens when you run the network. You tell them where to put it. <laughs> Isn't it the greatest dude? What, what did Mel Brooks say? It's good to be the king, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not the dictator type. I'll, I'll be like, hey guys, if you don't mind, that'd be great. Appreciate you guys. Could you do this? If not, I get it. That's fine. But yeah, I'd appreciate it. All right, dude. Let's get into the horror talk, right? right? Let's get into the movies. Oh, um, hey, real quick, I found something, dude. Real quick, I'll make ooh, it real quick. No, have you ever up? seen? Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, from the nineties, um, Candyman. Yes. Okay. And you know how she goes to the bathroom window. Yes. And mirror, right? Yeah. So there's this girl. I found this video. I, I found it. I don't have TikTok. I don't TikTok. I don't even know what TikTok is. However, this video was in three parts on TikTok. TikTok. That's a, why I it's saw an this. app where people dance. It's a dancing. No, app, I know I what believe. it is, but I don't. Right. Like it's all it. just dancing. Yeah. yeah well, no, not necessarily. Oh, kind I thought of like dances. You know what, dude? To me, to me, it reminds me a lot of Vine. Because like Vine used to be these short little videos and it's kind of like what TikTok is, whatever the hell you're doing. It's like a short little video that you put. But I feel like, so every time I've seen TikTok, it's always been somebody dancing, doing a dance, right? I think that's what a lot of it is. Or doing where they're kind of dancing, but they're pointing all over the screen and words pop up, right? Yeah. That's all it is. And so Vine at least was creative. Like people would make like mini movies using Vine, right? And TikTok is just all about this like, uh, follow me and do my workouts or this is me Capricorn. I hate this. Or, oh, <laughs> there's the other one too, that everybody does where it's like, it gives you two options and there's like five people in a row and they all walk off into whatever choice they pick. It's, it's just this like, we like, I just feel like there's no creativity there. Everybody just does the same thing over and over. It's just their version of it. So, yeah. so like, whereas yeah. Vine, like I said, you know, yes, there was that with Vine, but there was still a lot more creativity lot more in it. terms yeah. of like, I don't know, like making mini movies even. No, I hear you. That's kind of why I'm not into that whole TikTok scene. Anyway, I saw this video on TikTok because that's where it was. It was in three parts. (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, But anyway, so this girl lives in an apartment in New York City, and she feels this breeze coming from around her bathroom mirror. And she pulls the mirror off the wall. I swear to God, dude, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. There's a ton of bees come running at her. No, there's a hole in the wall to another room. She's like, what the fuck is this? And like that happened. I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm done. I'm moving. Um, but anyway, she goes through. This is a, re- this is a movie. This is real. No, no, oh, this, this is, is real. real. This actually happened, but it, 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 it's like, uh, I gotcha. Uh, candy uh, candy man. man. Yeah. So she goes through and there's this whole other apartment over there and she's in this whole other apartment after she goes through the, through the hole in the wall. And they've, it, the way it looked like, it looked like they were working on the apartment and renovating it. But the fact that she can just take her mirror off the wall and then there's this hole there. And it's kind of like creepy. And like, creepy, why would they dude. do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where is this? This was in like, this is a uh, New York city, which doesn't surprise me, but <laughs> still. Wow. No, yeah. I did not know that. Creepy. I'm, I'm going to have to throw that at to Johnny and Carter, man. See if they'd heard this yet. That's creepy yeah. as hell. I'll see if I can't find it and send it to you so you can. Wow. Have you, you seen candy man? Yeah. 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 Good good yeah all right which they got coming out 
this year, I believe. The yes, remake. the new, the kind of continuation, new version, whatever it is. It's one it. of these kinds of things that's kind of continuing the yeah. story of, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, so. we're jumping back to 1980, dude. We're yes. second to last film in the series for 1980. This one, I had seen this one a while ago and I had asked you, you know, if you had, you said not, you hadn't. And this one, I was really kind of, this was going to be fun to talk about. I couldn't wait to talk to you and see what you thought. <laughs> Um, so we're talking about the 1980 American comedy horror classic Motel Hell. You may never again spend a night away from home. After you spend a night with Ida and Vincent. Ida will show you the way. You want us to uh, register? No, that won't be necessary. <laughs> Your most terrifying nightmare could never prepare you for what happens to the guest. <laughs> Vincent, you think in the years to come, people will appreciate us for what we're doing here? I have a surprise for you. Oh, goody, I love surprises. One after another, they come. One after another, they check in. Pray for the day they can check out. All we have to do is give to be happy. You'll never forget Ida. What are you doing here, girl? And you'll never forget Vincent. as you try you'll never forget their secret garden if you have the nerve come for a night and stay for a nightmare motel hell no one will be admitted after the guests check in. Uh, it's yeah, it's listed as an American comedy, uh, horror comedy, basically. And you know why, man? Now that you've seen it, right? Yeah. You walk out of the theater, and I look at you, and I'm like, "All right, what'd you think? <laughs> what do I think? What the hell did we just watch?" <laughs> I liked it. Don't get me wrong, dude. It was a lot of fun and, uh, and yeah. it was, uh, it was entertaining, but uh, holy shit, dude, this movie was a little, a little bonkers, man. It's amazing, dude. It's amazing. Yeah. I remember the way I saw it was, uh, years ago, it's like maybe four or five years ago, my brother-in-law, Aaron's brother says, uh, he texted me and goes, Chris, have you ever seen motel hell? Cause he knows I like horror movies and he knows I like eighties, like slasher. Okay. Horror. He knows that. Right. So I was like, 
hotel hell and i'm trying to think to myself i don't think i've ever seen this he's like you guys you got to check this out you're gonna love it and i'm thinking because i like all kinds of horror movies okay yeah. so i wasn't sure what he was implying like what was i gonna like is it gonna be like classic is it gonna be like you know jason or 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 or, or, or freddy or yeah something like it's that, gonna yeah. be that um is it gonna be psychological horror right am i looking at like uh like the conjuring am i looking at like the it remake like what are we, what are you talking about he's like you gotta check it out so i look it up i see okay it's a 1980 film right i didn't look it up on my phone i just looked it up to to watch it uh and so i watched it and as i'm into it as, as it's getting into it you know immediately you're just like wait what <laughs> and then i got what he meant like i was like okay it's gonna be this kind of film dude because this is a bonkers film dude this movie's yeah. off the rails in terms of like real realism, realism. <laughs> But like I said, dude, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Right. At least. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh for, for a horror movie, you know, this is one where I would probably, you know, maybe not like young, young kids, but I'd show this to like maybe a 10, 11, 12 year old. Let me ask you something. Do you feel like comedy has a place in horror? Oh, absolutely. I feel like they go hand in hand because um, personally, especially nowadays with all the shit and muck that's in the fucking world, man. I feel like those are our, those are the two best um, avenues to release from all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cope. And, and then when you put them together, it's, they, they, like I said, they just go hand in hand. If it's done well, right? Like if yes, it's done well. Yes. I mean, there's some um, pretty, yeah. Are you a fan of the hatchet films? You watch the hatchet films? I've never actually seen the hatchet. I'm telling you, dude, everybody always, oh, have you seen this movie? That film? I'm like, no, nah. I've seen a lot of film, but never anything anybody else is into. all right all right we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see when we but get the into hatchet those. movies are those comedies fun. well there's there's elements of comedy in them there's elements of, of throwback to like the old school horror there's um over the top there's there's elements of um trauma style okay. style okay. kind of like violence oh God, trauma yeah dude you know he's done a lot of filming around here like oh uh, yeah for those movies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's uh he's from jersey that. right isn't he from jersey i think he's or from new jersey, york yeah. one, one, one of those um anyway so yeah motel hell dude so i watched this and i was just like okay i, I agree with you by the way uh, <laughs> absolutely if comedy's done right if it's done the right way then you know it's perfect right because but that's and like, and like i said yes they go hand in hand however i don't ever find myself expecting that when i come into a movie like a horror movie. I never come in expecting a horror comedy. No. And I don't know why, even though they go hand in hand like that, I never expect it. And then I come in, like I said, I come into a movie like this and I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> oh God. So yeah, basically this follows, um, there's a hotel, right? It, it's called, or a motel. It's called motel. motel Hello. Uh, but you know, obviously you got to have the O burning out to give it the motel yeah. hell. Um, and the people that run it also kind of run some, like a farm. It's like a, it's a farm. They, it's they, like a, they own a, like a, they're, they're, they're meat packers. They have their own meat line. And then the farming area, like there was like the, all the, oh, the all pigs, the, the yeah. crops and all that yeah. stuff as well too. Um, well, well hey, the dude, you know what? if you got the property, you might as well. The crop was about the crops. The gimmick though, was about hiding the fact that <laughs> they were, they didn't Planting have people. <laughs> That was the idea. People came to the hotel or they would go out and like, 
like find stranded people on the side of the road or force their cars to have blowouts and like they do how about the scene when the guy kind of just sits up from the bushes with the gun right and then it cuts to the car and like the, you hear the blowout you don't see anything there's no close-up of the tire or anything you just hear the blowout it goes back to the dude and he's just standing there with the gun so i was just like wait did he shoot or did the you tire the just blow out? Or the motorcycle, yeah. yeah. Or did the tire just blow out? Like, which one was it? I, I'm, I'm still confused. I'm still confused. I don't know. I didn't think he shot it. I didn't think he shot it. And then later on in the movie, when they show him setting traps on the highway, I thought it was a trap that they had hit. But right. I, 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 thought he, I thought they were insinuating he shot it. And I'm like, that's horrible editing if you're trying to insinuate he shot it. <laughs> okay, but editing. That's the part of the charm. Editing. That's the yeah. part, part of the charm of the film. At least that's how I took it. Yeah. No, I really, it, and and you know what, whether it was done on purpose or not, I don't think it was done on purpose, but that's what gives it, that's what makes the film the film. That's what yes. makes it what it is and makes it, for lack of a better term, great. Like I said, it's bonkers, but it's great. It's a good movie. And that's the thing, you find out quick what kind of film it is. So you, it's oh, yeah. either your kind of film that you're into or you're not. And if you're into it, you're in for a ride because, man, yeah. um this is again this is 1980 this is the type of film you know you're getting into so you're not looking at academy award performances nope you're not looking at top of the line special effects you're not you know this is an ilm um (laughs) (laughs) but it's fun dude it's for me it was a lot of fun i I remember the for after watching it the first time being like i'm glad i saw that this was a (laughs) film that i was just like i'm glad i saw this movie yeah um but yeah, dude, they uh, they're burying people. What was your what was your what was your reaction that first time? Like you you saw the head the 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 sack moving, and when they pulled it away, it's the the dude's head. Well, when the sack was moving, I obviously knew what was underneath it. Um, but and, and even now, I'm still confused. Of, <laughs> what what were they doing? How did they do this? How did they get these people to this point? Like. What was their process of making these people into these zombie plants? Like, I don't understand. Well, I think the idea wasn't the idea of the fact that they're, for me, I thought it was the idea that they were keeping them alive long enough, you know, to grind them up and use them as the meat to sell okay. it as the Yes, but what was their process? How did, they, how did they prepare these people? Well, oh, okay, you know what? They did show it. They showed them injecting them with stuff, yeah. but. But still, I, I don't know. Something like that, you got to give me at least a little bit of the science explanation. They don't care. Not dude. over explain it, but like, <laughs> they don't give a shit. They're I need like, a little bit of something. They're like, how are you irrigating them? How are you, <laughs> what's going on here? Um, yeah, dude, it was, um, it's definitely one of those films, though, that you have to, if again, like I just said, like it's, it's, you know, if you know what you're in for and you you get this kind of thing, you're going to enjoy it. You really are. And I do like watching it again this time around. I already knew what I was getting into. So yeah. I felt like a kid on returning to his favorite ride at an amusement park. Like I felt like just being like, oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this part. Oh, I forgot how corny this was. This is amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and for, for listeners, if you've never seen this movie, number one, get the fuck out of here and go watch it. Number two don't stop if you start it watch it to the end you have to at least give yourself that much um what stands out for you dude like <laughs> okay what stands talk out to for me about me? this um, movie talk we watched <laughs> we we watched and we discussed um um the shining already on the show yeah i'm still having ptsd from twins and <laughs> they go ahead and cast twins in this movie uh not in a very long 
Um, however, they do have a very bad um, uh, audio edit uh, with them screaming in the car, um, which was oh, yeah. pretty funny when I when I caught that. I was like, did they really just do that? And I had to rewind it. And sure enough, yeah, they're screaming, they're screaming. It's like they didn't have enough audio. They had to like restart the audio, but they didn't like. It's just looped. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it was like a hard, a hard like stop and then begin again. It's not even like they they phased it together. But, no, dude, this movie, um, man. Yeah. Uh, I want I want a T-shirt with the sign the set the the cap uh, farmer hell. Vincent sign. Oh, you know? dude, they should totally make T-shirts like that. I like, immediately as soon as Vincent I saw that sign. Meets. Yeah, as soon yeah. as I saw that sign, I was like, "Gotta get it! I need that." Damn, dude, they make a lot of money on that. Um, I didn't even think of that. Another thing for me is I think. Uh, remember when we did uh, Manhattan? Jason takes Manhattan for um, Chris and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think the title of this film does justice for the film. Um, when I come <laughs> into a movie called Motel Hell, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Vacancy. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking more of a movie yes. along those lines. Yeah, um, something going on at the motel, like in the yes. motel, in the rooms, yes. the hallways. the And this movie farmers. probably could have. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they should have just called it Far- Farmer Vincent's, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they probably could have just completely removed the motel aspect of this film and still have the exact same film to the exact same yeah. effect. Yeah. Um, the farm from he's hell. just picking people off of the street anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it, let me, let me tell you something. If I was <laughs> farmer Vincent, I'm not going to be killing people who are staying at my hotel. No because people immediately are going to come around and, and see what's going well, yeah. on. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. Ready? Why the fuck? <laughs> Did this girl stick around after that was this accident? The thing I was Her boyfriend bring up, died. Dude. Dude. I was gonna bring up this next thing, so it becomes almost this kind of uh, what's that Florence Nightingale thing, right? Isn't yeah, that a thing? Yeah, it's yeah. almost kind of like that, but also kind of like where you you start to sympathize and fall for your captor. You yeah, know, in, what is it called? The Stockholm syndrome. So it's yes. like a weird combination of she starts to grow affection towards him, which then becomes like a weird thing between him because that's his sister, right? That he again <laughs> for the longest time in this movie, it's not clear. It's not clear. I thought that was his wife for the longest time, and I'm like, why is this woman just completely okay with you know? I thought it was his sister cleaning this girl up, and, and it is his sister, but you yeah. find that out for the longest time. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah. But she gets jealous, dude. Like she's yeah. she tries to kill this other girl, man. What was the girl's name? Um, Ter- Terry. The actress or the, or the, uh, the blonde, the, the character. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, Terry. So she tries to kill her because she gets jealous. What? But what is like? Yeah. That was there was so much in this film that you just go like, wait, what? And I, for me, that's part of the charm. I don't know why. And that's the thing. Seeing it a second time around was there was a little bit more glee in what I was watching. I was having a, <laughs> having fun with it. Whereas yeah. again, you're watching it for the first time, so you're like, "Wait, what the fuck's happening with this?" Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, like I said, dude. It was um, it's definitely interesting, um, for sure. So anyway, like I like 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 you were saying, the girl comes uh, ends up at the motel. Yeah, because of the accident, um, and then the farmer starts taking care of her and nursing her back together, while at the same time moonlighting um, his people pork sausages yeah. um, with his sister, killing people, planting them in the ground to, uh, I guess, basically preserve them and, and keep them there so that they have yeah. time to use in them some sort of weird, sedated yeah. way. 
and uh, the brother and sister, their brother, ha- their other brother happens to be the sheriff. Yeah. Oh, make- that's right. That's right. Again, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why <laughs> your brother's the sheriff. Why would you not get him in on this? And even if he doesn't want in on it before you approach him to get him in on this, and it's this way, if he does deny you, you got to implicate him somehow. So you blackmail him. So he's just as guilty as you are. Or you put him in the ground too. And sorry, you just got to feed yeah. your brother to the masses. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a weird thing too. And then he ends up falling for the girl too, that, that ends up, you know, staying at the hotel. It's like a weird ass love triangle. It was like a weird soap opera as well. That was yeah. going on, dude. Like days um, of our lives or something. Motel hell edition. Yeah, dude. There's a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's so much in this film where you're just like that. That doesn't make sense. That wouldn't work. Yeah. But it's again, I don't know. For me, it's because, like I said, why would this girl stick around? I, you came from someplace, number one. So you have people to go back to, people who are looking for you and wondering what the hell's going on. Uh, and I'm not, yo, look. Thanks, Mister Farmer. Thanks, Mrs. Farmer. I appreciate everything you've done for me, but I got a life to get back to. I'm not hanging around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I took it as she had like maybe this weird thing where she wasn't feeling herself for a bit. And did she have, did, I can't remember, did they say that she had family or somebody that was waiting for her? I believe so. Because she was on this, this dude on, I was taking it like they were on like this guy in this motorcycle. So maybe she ran off with a dude on the motorcycle. Like he looks more again, like it's a, not clear. A, a biker gang kind of guy, right? And yeah, she did like it. So it almost looks like she ran away from home type of a thing with this guy. Uh, at least you're right. It's not clear. There's nothing that tells us that that's yeah. the case, but that was my, the what I took. I don't know why I took that. Isn't that weird? It's there's yeah. nothing to tell me that just except for the image that, that was presented. Um, but yeah, Subtext. it was very weird, but that but I think also, for, you know, paired with the fact that she wasn't eager to get anywhere mm-hmm. else. She was fine. Yeah. I don't know. Which is I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's on the list for a reason, right? Like this movie is kind of one of those um, for what it is for horror comedy. It's one of those ones to kind of look up to from the eighties to say this, these are ones that help inform some of the later horror films that come uh, that are comedic. Uh, Well, yeah, dude. I mean, even doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. And you can see where the inspiration, where they took the inspiration for this film. Um, I mean, you can, I, I definitely, obviously again, psycho, um, a lot of the music in this reminded me of Psycho and Friday yep. the 13th, yep. um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which makes sense because Toby Hooper was supposed to originally direct this movie and it was supposed to be a more, uh, I did uh, not darker, know that a darker, more serious film. Um, see, I could see this being really fucking disturbing if you did yeah, it right. It was supposed to be more like that. Yeah. Uh, and then once the, once the, I think it was universal, I think they went to universal backed out and then Toby Hooper backed out at the same time. Hmm. Uh, and then they brought in uh, Kevin Connor to direct. What'd you think of the big, the giant pig's head, dude? That 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 gimmick. That he wears. Yeah, oh, dude, that was like that, that was looks great. The best part of the movie, dude. I was <laughs> it like, looks so good. And I completely forgot that this was um, part of this movie until because they had mentioned it in the documentary, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then and then once it started coming to that moment, I was like, oh fuck, dude! I completely forgot that this was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's like the payoff at the end, right? It's like yeah. a, it's a ride that you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, but that payoff, you're like, oh, this it's is like good. Okay, I like it. Park ride at Universal <laughs> with uh, the T Rex at the end, dude. That's what exactly. everybody's waiting for. 
you think you're getting into a Jurassic Park ride. So this is going to be intense, right? Oh, but you're, it's more of like this, like, oh, this is cool. Oh, it, it, it's as cool. if they, they dress the dinosaurs up in clown makeup and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then at yeah, the dude, end, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. For me, again, I, you know, I look at this one as one of the ones that lays the groundwork for some of the ones that come after, like Shaun of the Dead. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Ev- you know, Evil Dead, those kinds of films. Because Evil Dead's, what, 81, 82? I can't remember what year Evil... Or is it later, oh, even? I don't know. No, it's... Because it, we're going to end up watching both of them for this. Um, yeah. Um, I don't remember when it was. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, Evil Dead is 81. So, yeah. So, this kind of oh, okay. lays the groundwork to that. What What is acceptable in terms of... Well, because think about it. They're not they're, being this, super serious with horror, yeah, you know? Yeah. And think about it because this film is coming out in 1980. Evil Dead came out in 1981. So, they're probably filming Evil Dead around this time. Right. Exactly. Which is weird, huh? And we'll get more into this when we talk about Evil Dead, but there was actually an even earlier version than Evil Dead before that one, I believe. But that's a story for another time. Um, that's a story for next next decade. But yeah, it's 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 cool how we or how we're going through this this list and watching these movies, and, and the way we're watching them is, if I remember correctly, basically the order that they were released in that year as well. Is it really um, okay? I, I it's pretty close as far as I know. Um, that's pretty cool. So it's cool to see like, uh, okay, Motel Hell or whatever movie was released right now at this time uh, moment in time and then knowing okay well then this film came out the following year so they're probably in production of this movie you can see what influences they got yeah dude they got done they got done on set that friday and fucking went and had some drinks smoked some weed went to the movie theater and saw this and they're like oh dude let's, let's throw this in our film these let's aspects in our like films that. Yeah. yes exactly dude and it's cool to see that yeah, yeah, it is pretty interesting, right? Because again, and you're I gonna start that. seeing that, and you're gonna also see the evolution in th- in things like the special effects and and the practical effects and the way they yeah. do things or or kill sequences. You know, the way we mm-hmm. get get more creative with different kills. We're gonna see that because of what's kind of laid before it. So yeah, for me, Motel Hell is one of those that lays the groundwork for what comes later. Is this something you take seriously? Not at all. You no. know, not at all. This is supposed to be a fun kind of horror film because. Again, you can have fun with it. It doesn't always have to be dark and kind of gloomy and make you just feel like, ugh, the world is 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 scary, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Could something like this ever happen? Not really. Is it possible? Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, it's 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 not as scary as like say the strangers, where where oh, that happens yeah, no, every day. All, you know what well, I mean? I mean, from what I read, this is based on a true story. <laughs> it can't be that people were being maybe the whole thing about people being fed to other people that way in sausages or, yeah i guess it's yeah. based on a german uh serial killer and cannibal his name was uh carl denke really yeah you got some I'm info on this dude on i can yeah right here ready carl denke oh my god Uh-oh. the only known photograph of carl denke after his suicide and it looks oh looks like fucking Nosferatu dude oh my god um he's often regarded as the forgotten cannibal or uh the cannibal of Zybik pronouncing that wrong um born in 1860 died in 1924 as German serial killer and cannibal who killed and cannibalized dozens of homeless vagrants and travelers from 1903 to 1924 oh my god I'm looking at him in his coffin dude Holy, he is yeah, a that's scary the picture. looking guy isn't he oh my god that dude's scary looking his motive unknown, presumably cannibalism. 30 wow. to 42 plus victims. Wow. 
Good Lord. From 1903 to 1924. Wow. You know what I always find interesting? And I did a, this kind of sounds fucked up, but in, in high school, I did a, um, a research project on serial killers. And I'm always interested in like the psychology of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like why people did that shit. Like what drove you to do that? Oh, what, dude. In your I'm fucking gonna, life. I'm going to have to cover this good dude for history creeps because this is gruesome, but kind of weird and fascinating. Ah, look at that. See, look at that crossover. There you go, um, man. Fodder for other shows. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, but that's the thing, right? Like, I, so there are always these things that are kind of based in truth. That's why that's the horror part of it that, Again, it un- unfortunately, could be realistic. Psycho um, and Texas Chainsaw were both um, uh, uh, influenced by Ed Gain. Right. Both, but then you get which influenced this movie. Yeah, but then you get Texas Chainsaw with two. Too. Yeah, the one that's kind of off the wall and kooky. No. A comedy, a horror comedy. Right. So um it has its place, man. It has its place. And again, if it's done well. So again, if you see this for the first time, it may throw you off if you don't know what to expect. Um, you know, but as you as you start to really kind of understand what it is, you can appreciate it for what it is, it becomes this thing where you're ready to line up and get on that roller coaster again because it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun a yeah. second time. Trust me. A second time around is fun. This is like probably the fourth or fifth time I've watched it now. Um, yeah, I've watched it twice. <laughs> it's a lot of fun when you know it's coming now and you start to just be like, like you said, dude, you start to go like, what the... Like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you even stay? Does that make any sense? But it's, it's, it's it just fun got to a, do uh, that. Yeah, dude, and, and you sent me that list of new horror that came out in April. It just got a wider release, too. Not a wider release, but it's it's out on more streaming services now. It's on um, it's coming to Hulu this month for April. Nice. Um, and it was one other place because I caught it on. Damn, too um, bad we were. T- I, I I bought I uh, I rented it on on Prime. I had it on. I I saw it on. I have an app on my TV called Vudu. Oh, um, I got Vudu. Is it free? It was on, on there. It, it was. I caught ah. it in like the last seven days before they took it off. Um, oh, nice, nice. But yeah, I mean, it's out on other services now anyway. So. It's a lot of fun. And this film yeah. isn't, it's so this isn't, again, when I say stuff about like the acting, like it wasn't anything to write home about in terms of, of like, you're, you're going to see, you know, oh, no. I mean, you got Roy Calhoun though. Yeah. He's a big, um, big Western star. Dude, that guy was a fucking thug growing up, dude. Was Holy he? Shit, dude. He was robbing like fucking jewelry star stores and like, uh, uh, stealing cars. And yeah. <laughs> was dude. he really get yeah. out of here, dude? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Robbing jewelry stores, stole a, a car, took it across the state lines. You look at his picture on Wikipedia, dude, from 1961. Yeah. And I mean, the dude is, he literally looks like Hollywood, right? Like that old school Hollywood look. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a look to it, dude. At age um, 13, he stole a revolver and was sent to um, a reformatory school in which he later escaped from. Um yeah wow um let's see the the sheriff i re- i recognized him and then when i looked up his wikipedia i was like oh that's why i recognize him when i was growing up dude i used to watch reruns of a, an old 70s tv show they made it into a movie recently chips yeah but i used yep. to watch that as a kid like on reruns i thought it was awesome right these cops on bikes um and also the name of the show is that chips was, um, dude that was highway patrol right California yeah california highway patrol uh, but this guy, when I, when I saw that he was on it, I was like, that's why I recognized like his, the, the facial features I saw, I saw him on chips when I was a kid. Um, 
Okay, so the lady that plays Ida, the sister, she was great. She was a, a yeah, weirdo, dude. She, um, dude. Space case weirdo. She was in Porky's. Yep. Um, yeah, she's done a couple of other things. She was in Days of Our Lives. Um, and then uh, Terry by uh, Nina Axelrod. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't really have too many acting uh, credits um, even after this, um, but she was a big uh, casting director and casting individual. She actually casted Firestarter. Um she also uh, was the casting director on one of my favorite films of all times, um, another '80s movie, not horror, uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. one of my absolute fa- dude. That's one of those movies, and I know it's not a, a horror movie, so we're not going to get into it here. But that's one of the movies that I could watch at any time, doesn't matter how far in it is. Oh yeah, Reverend Billy, dude, played by Wolfman <laughs> Jack. So this dude, okay, I knew who he was even as a kid. Uh, because I remember I always I heard about this disc jockey, his name Wolfman, and uh, when you know that was his gimmick, he would howl when when he spoke. Um, seeing him on the screen, I was like, "Yo, I forgot Wolfman Jackson, this dude. He's just uh, he was he was an iconic DJ back in the old days." Um, but his his voice, everybody knew his voice. One of the things I see here on on Wikipedia was that a couple of shots of whiskey helps keep his voice nice and raspy, dude. Oh, I'm sure, dude. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, Wolfman Jack. <laughs> you know what I thought was funny in the movie when he took the uh, when he took the Hustler magazine from the sheriff, <laughs> and then and I knew he was taking it for himself. I knew I knew the minute he took it, I was like, ah, he's taking it for himself. And then they cut to the next scene, and it's, and it's the sister, and she's reading the same magazine. <laughs> and then yeah it's it's funny dude this movie yeah. is so good dude um it really is to me i love it um yeah so overall it, it's fun in terms of the acting it's not so you'll you will have acting in here where it's it's kind of you you're, you feel like you know you're watching a b-rated film but overall you know it's that's fun point. it's it's believable in terms of caricature because they they act yes. as caricatures yes. you know what i mean and not like they're trying to be realistic whatsoever uh yeah, dude. I, I don't know. For me, I had fun with this. I, I have fun with it. I enjoy yeah. it. This is one that I do pull out during October every year, you know, to, to have on in the background at some point to make sure I, I fit it in. Because I, I don't only just have a, a list of movies I want to watch uh, for the month of October and Halloween, but I also just have all kinds of horror movies that I put on in the background while I'm doing stuff throughout See, the day. See, I do that a lot when I, um, when I edit uh, my manuscripts. Like, I mean, baseball season's starting up, so I'll probably put on a lot of baseball, but I would put... Um, I'll put like horror movies on or something just in the background while I'm editing. I do the same thing when I edit audio, when I'm doing audio for the shows, I have horror movies. Oh God, I don't know how you can do that. Well, I, I, I don't have the, I just have the images. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I I don't usually have the audio up. Um, anything else, dude, what else about this film? Anything else you want to say for me? All I can say is that this is just a fun film, dude. It's a fun horror comedy. And I feel like it it does deserve a place on the list. I think it's a, it's, it's enjoyable. Yeah, no, dude. Like I said, I loved it. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I actually, um, and I know I may mention this to you already. Uh, a lot of the interior shots that they did for this movie were filmed um, on a on a, a studio lot in a, um, sound stages. Uh, and I actually worked for a while right next door to the studio. Um, oh, this in, one, in this this specific one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, oh, nice. now it's called the Culver Studios. Um, and it's right in Culver city. And we used to have, um, we used to get all the crew coming over for, for lunch and everything and at the restaurant. And oh, that's I was, cool. dude, I was talking to one guy and I was like, this close to getting a job over there as a, as a production assistant. Oh man. Yeah, Could you dude, imagine life would be so different right now? I know. I know. 
Not well. Crazy. Who knows, right? Because then COVID hit, so who knows what life would have been like right now? For yeah, you. right now. Yeah, uh, actually, like, sorry, you have no more job. Yeah, I'm actually glad that I'm not wasn't in LA when uh, all this shit happened because it's wow. tough. Yeah. Wow. Um, I always think it's kind of cool though when you are on location or near places where things are filmed and especially yeah. for for me horror films i always love 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 when i can go to a real life location for uh, horror films and where they're filmed oh, yeah and dude. there's a lot around us dude a lot in this area um i can't we wait to get a- to the burning dude when we get to the burning and and how all the different locations around here i think uh at, at some point you know you and i should try to go and visit them because it's yeah. uh we could we go and visit, visit them, them before here. we should go and visit them before we we record the episode oh heck yeah for sure um because yeah dude like even living like living out in la that's where everything is done dude i've been to the um the nightmare on elm street house i've oh, been to the uh, i've been to the myers house um i can't dude i can't yeah, dude. i want to go to those locations yeah. so bad that's like a bucket list thing for me is to visit locations from horror I've been films. to uh when i was in new york city two years ago uh, i went uh, drove by the Amityville Horror House. Yes, um, doesn't look like that anymore. They did that no, renovation. Dude. They changed the they windows. Got signs all over the street because they don't want anybody parking out there on the street to like take pictures <laughs> of the house. I said, "Fuck you! I'm taking pictures. I drove all this fucking way. I'm taking pictures." That's amazing. Oh man, um, yeah. There's for me in terms of this film. There's really not much more to say. You know, it's it's nothing that we're getting too deep in. It's the, the plot doesn't require too much thought. It's a lot of just kind. There's some of it just doesn't make sense, and and you just kind of got to go with it for what it is. You know, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, did you? But sometimes did you, that's the best, dude. When when you're just in a movie and you're like, this just doesn't fucking make any sense, and you're like, but I love it. it. And it's fun and it's bonkers and yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Did you uh, did you find out any any interesting history or? tidbits or trivial facts about this movie i know you like to look up some of those things and and see if there's like anything much, we dude. i know. didn't see i think i mentioned most of this stuff nice um like i said toby hooper was supposed to do the movie which makes sense yeah when you know that and you see it um, yeah if you if you see this I, I bet you if you look at this script you know what i mean it's probably if you read it a certain way you can come across as a truly horrific script Oh yeah, dude. Uh, but the, again, I I'm not complaining of the packaging. I like it. Oh, I'm no, enjoying it. Um, I guess when they um, again, I've mentioned this before, and I hate, I hate when they do this. Actually, let me rephrase that. I'm trying not to use the word hate. That's just a personal thing. I'm trying not yeah. to say hate. I strongly dislike when they do this. They advertised the movie wrong. Um, <laughs> they advertised it as a straight horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never hinted at the comedy aspect of it um, when they first did it. True. Um, I think it was after the fact because of the, it's, it feels like almost like one of those things where they did try, they wanted it to be kind of horrific. And I yeah. think maybe even like the kind, some of the things we saw as comical, they didn't intend initially. I think, you know, it feels no, like maybe it did was, because, did um, they really? Because to, for me, it feels like it was an after the fact thing that it really came across a certain way. And so it was embraced to, to be this kind of, I'm sure some comedy, of it was, you know? but the, the, the overall picture from what I read uh, from Kevin Connor, the director was that he, intended to make it a dark comedy movie um and, and again you can i i can see where he probably what what happened was it was meant to be a, a dark comedy several things probably didn't hit their mark the way they were supposed to so they just kind of yeah. ran with it and, and yeah. had those happy accidents more so than not but and it so now it became a bonkers comedy and not yeah. so much like dark you know what dark, i mean like yeah 
I get you. I get you. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but yeah, for me, it was fun and, and uh, definitely something I enjoy watching. And, and if anybody ever asks, I say, yeah, you should watch it. And I, but I, t- I would tell them I'm not going to be like, hey, watch this movie. You're in for a treat. And then thinking like, what am I getting into? I would tell them like, this is a horror comedy, but it's 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 top. You're going to enjoy it. You know, strong emphasis on comedy. Yeah. Good times. Um, the next one is is not so much, dude. I cannot wait to close out this decade with this film, dude, because it was because of this this documentary in you know in search of darkness that I had heard I'd heard about this film back in the day, but had never watched it. But watching uh, you know the way they talked about this film, I was like, I got to watch this. I, I really just have to sit down and watch it. And so when I did, um, man, man, this movie left an impact. This is one of these movies that left me thinking. Um, so I can't, I cannot wait to see what you're going to think after you see it, but the film we're, we're checking out next week, folks is, uh, 1980 maniac. I say 1980, like we're in 1980. I can't, why, why do I have to keep announcing that it's 1980? We're watching maniac. Um, does that have anything to do with the, uh, the Michael Cimbello song? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. So I tend amazing. to I, I tend to get these I, I tend to get I mean, look what I did with Changeling and I thought the Angelina Jolie movie was so this one you're you're waiting for the song to come I'm, on I'm at gonna some wait point. and if it doesn't come on if it doesn't even come the on maniac, in the credits maniac. I'm gonna be very upset yes dude um that would be amazing if they had that in this film because it would be one of those things that I really love about some horror films that when they can take songs you know certain songs that are meant to be more upbeat or have a different feel and then apply it to scenes of horror where mm-hmm. it just doesn't it contrasts. You know what I mean? I love it. I don't know why. Like there's the scene from the Hills have eyes where uh, that, you know, they get that girls getting like raped and beaten and butchered and they're playing California dreaming. Mm. Are you talking the original or the remake? Uh, the, I think it was the remake that did that. Okay. Um, and then there was uh, even more recently in the movie Us, um, you know, the, the woman's getting, you know, butchered in her house, being murdered in her house and the Beach Boys are playing in the background. You know what I mean? Like oh, all yeah, of this dude. really like super nice, good vibrations and she's getting killed like it's horrific or like, um, what's the other one? Uh, American Psycho. That happens all the time. Mm. Oh, he, play, yeah, he plays music that is totally opposite of like what's happening on on screen. Uh, I love that stuff. So yeah, if that move, if that music was 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 in one of these scenes, it'd be amazing. But it's not. So it's not. The so, song's so. gonna come out till eighty three. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not in there. I don't want you to go in. But what you are gonna go into, um, if you want to be prepared, be prepared for a little bit more gritty. Be prepared okay. for a little bit more realism and a little bit more uncomfortableness. Amazing. It's going to be good times, dude. Good. Um, anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening to Out of Shadows. We appreciate your support. Uh, remember, after this episode, there's one more. One more in 1980. Then we're jumping to the 20s, and we're jumping to a new timeline. So we'll remind you again to look out for us and to subscribe. Uh, but, yeah, you'll be able to find – you'll still be able to find the whole first 1980 decade here on the Silence Your Phone feed. It's not going anywhere, but it's also going to be on the other feed along with the rest of our – show podcast episodes and future endeavors so make sure to check it out jim you got anything you want to tell the people before we uh head out of here you got anything to promote Um, yes actually i do have something to promote um i was at the store the other day and i came across this great um uh sausage uh made by farmer vincent Um, (laughs) so if you can find it get yourself some maple flavored yes spicy maple flavored um 
There you go, folks. Uh, Farmer, this episode, <laughs> this episode of Out of the Shadows <laughs> is sponsored by Farmer Vincent's Smoked Sausage. Um, look, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. Make sure to head over to the website, BICVP-radio.com. There's a bunch of other podcasts on our network. Make sure to check them out and support the content creators in all of their endeavors. I don't know why endeavors is my word of the day today. I was actually just going to suggest that word to you. So good. <laughs> So there you go, guys. Uh, Again, thanks so much for listening and uh, make sure to always keep your eyes on the shadows.